0: Welcome back to another episode of Creative Contact. I'm your host Kia Orion. Thank you so much for tuning in. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. It's been a minute. It's definitely been a minute. Um, Your boy's been uh, back upstate with the mom and pop, doing the thing for the holidays. And so every time I come home, it's interesting. I came back from Chiang Mai. Uh, I I just, I, it's hard to kind of be productive and get into that same flow at home just because you've got different things going on, dealing with the dog, Um, just family stuff. Everything's different, but it definitely gave me some good insights into life and myself that I'm excited to share with you guys today. So I have a little life update for you all. And then um, I wanted to, I saw a bunch of people doing recaps of twenty nineteen and the decade, and so I've just been kind of thinking about it. I was like, man, I'd love to share some stuff, but um having a hard time kind of like figuring out what to share exactly. Uh and so instead what I figured I'd do is I have some takeaways that I think are illustrated best with a couple stories. Uh so that's what I'm gonna shoot for in this video. In a nutshell, here's the down low. Uh right now I'm at the crib, mom and pops and um, really working on a couple things. I've I've decided to set some different goals this year and approach goal setting a different way rather than kind of these big long-term goals, breaking it down into quarters. And so the main one right now is uh, looking forward to the next chapter. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, getting back out there on the life adventure. But I knew that I couldn't teach English anymore because it was just killing me. And so... I needed to come back home, and rather than being out in Asia, uh, I wanted to focus more on this beat production business, whatever shape that took, so I figured it'd be easier to be stateside. Uh, so I'm going to be at least on this side of the hemisphere for a little while, and there's this whole South America adventure, Central America um, adventure that I've been looking forward to. <clears throat> Do you mind, Myla? Uh And I always want to learn Spanish, all that stuff. So I'm going to be jumping into that uh, next. I'm shooting for probably either late February or March, early March, mid-March, somewhere in that general vicinity to bop down to Mexico and or Guatemala for a language school. And then I'm going to post up in Mexico for a bit. Give that a vibe, see how that goes. And then uh, Medellin, definitely have my eyes on Colombia as well. But when it comes to uh, business, the business side of things, uh, your boy has been really doubling down on online courses. And it's interesting because this has been, actually, this is one of the ultimate takeaways from the last year. So instead, what I'll do is, what now what I want to do is break down kind of a couple key takeaways that I learned the last year and talk about uh, kind of what influenced these and the stories that go along with them. So the first one is... Uh, My biggest takeaway is that you control your own narrative, that uh, you get to be whoever you want to be. And I think we often have these ideas that we tell ourselves of what we think we are or aren't, that we're either put there by other people or from ourselves, but we internalize these things that I'm this or I'm that. But your identity, I was listening to this podcast the other day by a guy, um, excuse me, talking about alter egos and how your identity is fluid, like you can be really anything. But um, I think we we put ourselves in these boxes. these don't, We kind of limit ourselves in this. And this idea uh, came about when I was in Bali. So I bounced to Bali, probably last March. And I didn't realize it, but Bali is not walkable. It's like not a place that you can really get around. You have to ride a motorbike. And I wasn't a really big motorbike rider. I'd never uh, spent the time uh, kind of learning to drive on that side of the road. So I was a little bit nervous about it. And so I was like, I ah, know I don't really ride motorbikes. And then one night I woke up in the middle of the night and was like, dude, I've been telling myself that I don't ride motorbikes, but, um, that in itself is false. I've never really given it a fair shot. I just told myself that that's what it was. So I just switched. I was like, I ride motorbikes. I just switched. I was like, now I ride motorcycles. I'm a motorcycle rider. I just like put that on as an identity And the next day went out, rented one, learned how to ride it in like an hour and then rode one fine for the rest of my time in Bali and then took a motorcycle trip, which I'll talk about later when I was in Vietnam. And I think a lot of that comes down to, that was one of the biggest uh, pieces, one of the biggest takeaways from this last year is that you, you can be anything and you create yourself that you aren't necessarily. Yes, we have these different predispositions towards things, but you really get to create uh whatever whoever the person is that you want to be um it's a choice so who's controlling your narrative i thought that was interesting and um i thought the bali story was a good way to kind of articulate that another one is where you live and work can have a huge role in your productivity creativity when i talk to people about location arbitrage i think the biggest takeaway is that it buys you time and space and being removed from all of that for the five months that I was in Vietnam, I think it had the biggest impact on me and really showed me how much of an impact um, my environment has on me. There's an element to freedom that I felt when I was in Vietnam, especially in Da Nang, that I haven't really felt other places, uh, although the closest was would definitely be in Chiang Mai as well. But there's something about being out there in Chiang Mai and Vietnam that like you you when you can eject from the States, like you really opens up your mind to these different possibilities and the culture is different. The life is different. People's lifestyle is different. And so everything just becomes really quiet. Like in your mind, you get to really um, figure out, you have the time to just play with ideas more because you weren't in this like hustle bustle and you, you really just have the, I think the freedom is the best way that I can describe it to just toy with these ideas built around expectations of who you think you're supposed to be, who people think you're supposed to be, um, what your goals are and why those matter. And if those are something that is, um, Something that, that is actually very important to you, I think that's, that's that was a, a huge element for me was really figuring out what is important to me in this life and um, having the actual uh, kind of being in the headspace when you're able to not have to, when you have to work all the time, you're given that um, license to really just kind of play with those ideas. And one, I think, big element about that is you figure out what makes you happy and you're probably going to get knocked off kilter right now because my parents' puppy is walking around, but I found life for me um, is simple. It's about enjoying the day and still having these big goals, big dreams, but also how can I just be happy right now in what I have, with what I have, with who I have, and I found that I was just much happier in the day to day in a place like Da Nang because you wake up, you go to the beach, you do your work, you're eating vegetables. It was just very healthy, healthy lifestyle that um, I. There we go. I don't always um, experience in other places. So that was a big one: freedom. And how much my environment I realize is... And I always thought I could just like live anywhere and do my thing. But uh, I realize how important the environment is for me to be productive. And I think for folks too, to, to kind of intentionally challenge themselves into environments and see how it goes. Um, another one is trust yourself and trust people. When this i think was articulated best with the uh, motorbike ride in vietnam with my friend jess and fellow nomad uh you you realize that things will go wrong and i think especially in traveling and just in life this is a good lesson but the idea that like you can just trust yourself that you'll be able to figure it out i was never in a situation where i felt like um and this is to steal from marie forleo that it wasn't figure outable like Stuff will go wrong for sure, but you just have to believe that, like, you have the skills necessary to cope depending on what's going on. And if you don't feel confident, then, like, equipping yourself with those skills necessary to handle whatever's going on. Um But... When it comes to uh, this motorcycle ride in particular and the idea of trusting yourself and trusting people, uh, I think you can go into situations, especially when it comes to being in foreign countries, and uh, again, every country is different, but like you can either view people as overall helpful and good, and it it can make you vulnerable, or you can view it like everybody out there is trying to get you, and um, you are always on the defensive and you'll never be taken advantage of, but chances are you'll probably miss out on some great opportunities too. I've told this story before, but uh, when Jess and I were um, biking, we we ended up in this one small town in late afternoon. We weren't going to be able to make it to the next town in time. And we ended up, uh, the the hotel that we wanted to stay at was closed. There was only one hotel in this little town. It was more like a, a lady's house that she'd converted into like, kind of like an air bed and breakfast like Airbnb spot if you post up there, but it was closed. So we were like, uh, what do we do? And, uh, Google translated with a guy who took us to his family's house. We stayed with them for the night and one of their family members, this really rad dude took us to like this swimming hole, which was really dope and which we never have had that. We never would have had that experience if we were like afraid we were going to be taken advantage of, but you kind of just got to trust the vibes, like feel it out a little bit. And you will be taken advantage of sometimes by like the little vegetable lady. She's probably going to like charge you extra or different things, but you have to understand that that's the collateral that comes with trusting and you're able to have those beautiful experiences. And sometimes um, you might get taken advantage of in different elements, but I think that that's part of the game. I don't think you can have your cake and eat it too in that regard. So that was a big takeaway was trust yourself, trust in people and, Just a quick uh, final wrap up for this one would be that I think my biggest takeaway from 2019 and the last two years kind of adventure in general uh, is that mindset is everything, that it's all here and that if you believe it, you can do it because if you believe that it's possible, then you're willing to start taking the actions necessary to make it possible and that is the whole game is really just doing the thing. Uh, I quit my job teaching English in November, I think. And over the last three months, and just really started to like buckle down on the online courses, on the beat production, all that sort of stuff. The last few months, um, I'm not quite there, but I'm I'm getting close to being able to replace however much I was teaching, making teaching English online within three months, just because I was really able to focus on one thing, stick to it. And I think that having that mindset shift of um, when you're, I think that awareness that everything, anything is possible. Once you see that, it just changes the way that you just perceive yourself. And I just, there are options that I never knew was even available before. And a lot of it just comes down to whether you're willing to, um, Make the mental shift from why it's not going to work into why it might possibly work. And that's really the key. And when, even with my hip-hop production stuff with folks, that's the biggest um, hurdle that I end up facing with people is the mindset. And so a lot of my programs uh, focus around mindset. A lot of the coaching that I, I work with people one-on-one uh, comes down to mindset. It, and that's been my biggest takeaways. that it's like 99% of shit is mental. How much that can manifest physically in your health, spiritually, your relationships, all of that. So it was a good year. It was definitely a learning year, a growth year. Um, when I think about learning and earning, the two... A learning year, and hopefully this next one, I'll be able to put some of it to practice in a more of an earning year. Uh, we'll see. Uh, off to a good start. My goals this year are to finally get some a regular passive income kind of established and then focus more on different revenue streams when it comes to not just the production and, and trading my time for money with the beats, but then also doing more with the online courses and the education piece of things that can uh, enable me more time and freedom to then start kind of slowly building out more content, partnerships, all sorts of stuff. So that's just my little recap. Um, I didn't want to keep this one too long. Nothing super exciting going on. That's Myla. She's making a surprise guest appearance. Uh, Nothing too crazy right now. Just focusing on uh, building up my little beat library and the online courses those are kind of my big focuses for uh q1 and then also learning spanish is a big one as well i'm hoping to go to a language school in march and start really hammering away at uh spanish so that's kilo in a nutshell thank you for tuning in as always with creative contact we do have some cool stuff on the horizon but before announcing it i want to get it set a little bit more in stone thank you for tuning in as always you the real mvp check you next time peace